0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game, my retro gaming podcast, where every single week a buddy of mine and I sit down and geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you all so much for listening, hopefully subscribing, reviewing, supporting, worshipping, whatever it is you do. Uh, If it's your first time listening to the show, welcome. Uh, I hope you've got very low expectations that we could possibly uh, reach Uh, This week, for episode 52, we are talking Super Mario Bros. 2 for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, It's the freak of the NES Mario games, right? But uh, but I like it. Frankly, I like it more than Mario 3, sometimes, depending on my mood. And that might be blasphemy in the retro gaming slash Nintendo communities, but uh, tough cheese. It's a good game. Uh, My buddy David Ray is back. We're going to get into that in just a few minutes. Uh, As you guys know, I like to ramble and listen to myself talk, so I'm going to do that for a few minutes first, and then we're going to talk some Super Mario Brothers 2. Uh, if you're new to the show, please follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter and uh, Instagram, at the Game. I try to follow everybody back that follows us. I love interacting with people on there. I've had a lot of great interactions with people, actually, the last couple of weeks. It's been really cool. Just people reaching out saying they like the show or asking about certain games. Uh, so if you're new to following on one of those and you've reached out and said hi, or if you're just following, whatever, uh, thank you. Thank you so much for caring it all about the show. There's also been a ton of new people popping up on Facebook, uh, on the Facebook page. I think one of our regular guests uh, kind of did some plugging of his own on his Facebook page, and we got a lot of traffic from it. So, uh, dude, I, I know you're, hopefully you're listening to this. Thank you so much. I've already reached out and told you that in person. Uh, but yeah, we're facebook.com slash rememberthegame. You can find us there, and uh, we like to interact with people on there as well. I post All of our updates and upcoming show hints and all that good shit like that. So, that's the social media plugs. Three shows to follow. And finally, as you guys heard off the top of the show, we are on Patreon. I won't spend a ton of time on it. I've done that enough already. Uh, The deadline to get July's rewards uh, is uh, Sunday, June 30th. So, if you guys want to get in, please do. Patreon.com slash rememberthegame. Uh, Two bucks a month is all it takes. And for two bucks, you're going to get a shout-out on the podcast. You are going... And if you're wondering where the shout-outs have been, uh, the first Patreon... Uh, uh, invoicing, billing cycle, or whatever—they don't happen until the first of the month. So this is the first one, so uh, wh- I'll I'll be plugging next week. Uh, will be when you'll be seeing your plugs. Uh, for two bucks a month, you get a plug on the show. You get access to two additional episodes. Uh, on the second and fourth Monday of every month, uh, and you get entered into a draw to win twenty-five percent of everything we raise. So I'll be posting a video with the draw. Uh, in the first week of July It's a reverse draw So I pull every name out Last name in the hat wins That way everybody can see That all of their entries They purchased were in the hat And uh, we're recording The two bonus episodes Pardon me In the coming days as well One of them Is a uh, game, uh, game review Just like this one is But of a more modern game uh, That has something to do With retro Or old school on it And we've decided To go with Cuphead For the first one I know it's not a retro game But it's got that 1930 nostalgic feel So I thought it would tie in And I love it Cuphead. So that'll be coming out, uh, on the second Monday of the month. And then on the fourth Monday of July, there will be a Q and a, uh, episode where it's just me just a longer rambling one like this people are more than encouraged to send in questions or topic ideas for it i will address every single one of them and if by some fluke i get like 800 suggestions then i'll record two or three podcasts to make sure i get to them all please don't hesitate to send those suggestions in. i'll be reaching out to everybody on uh, patreon in the coming days to to remind them if you have any questions topics you want to talk about anything like that shoot them to me So anyway, two bucks a month gets you all that. So please just consider it if you can. Patreon.com slash remember the game, And we're giving away a Sega Genesis Mini in September if we hit a goal of $100. And we're very, very close. So I have placed a pre-order for two Sega Genesis Minis. I can still cancel one if I have to uh, because I'm buying one, goddammit. But I want to use some of the money to give away a second one. So get in on that. Only people eligible to win it are the people supporting the show through the Patreon. (sighs) That's enough Patreon talking. Let's get uh, to what else is going on in video games. Uh, A Commodore 64 Mini is coming out. Uh, So what? Apparently there's a PC Engine Mini coming out too. Apparently there's like all these Mini Classic consoles. They're fucking dropping like flies now. Obviously people saw the NES one and decided to try to cash in on it. And I mean, I still think, well, I think the Super Nintendo Mini is the bar. I think most people would agree with that. That the SNES Classic was a fucking 10 but uh, the NES was great. It was the one that initially started this whole thing because it was selling, like, fucking hot cakes. And, like, ever since then, like, what have we had? We've had the NES, the SNES. There's been, like, Atari one, Sega Genesis. Uh, I think there's a ColecoVision one. Uh, just everything, you know? And, uh, like, what's left now? Because I feel like the shark has been jumped. You know, if there's a Commodore 64 mini coming, if there's a PC Engine, I think, mini coming. I don't know if that was just a joke or not, but I did see someone tweet about it. Like, what's left? Like, there's, a, I, I mean, a PS2 mini... Uh, I think would make some sense, assuming that Sony realizes how bad they fucked up the PS1 Mini and and makes it count with the PS2. Frankly, they should re-release the PS1 Mini and not fuck it up, but that's neither here nor there. A PS2 Mini, maybe. Uh, a Dreamcast Mini, I don't think happens, but that would be really cool if it did. I think maybe if the Sega Genesis sells well enough, Sega... Will... I, I could see Sega considering it. I think the problem with a Dreamcast Mini is that the controller is fucking twice the size of the mini console so that might cause some problems uh there's the nintendo 64 mini people have been talking about for years and (laughs) really literally it feels like everyone has said the nintendo 64 mini is coming except for nintendo you know and they've basically said they don't have a ton of interest in doing it at least not at the time being i think there's issues with emulation of it i think there's issues with the controllers and how big they are i think they're worried it wouldn't look good and quite frankly the switch like when they released the nes and the snes mini they were in the dumps you know like they they i mean the wii u was dying and and they needed to do something but now they've got the switch that is selling like fire and i don't know if they want to release something else where they're basically competing with themselves you know like even the 3ds they're basically have dropped like i never thought i thought the 3ds or the ds or whatever you want 3ds 2ds ds new ds whatever the fuck they're called i thought that console would go on forever you know, and they finally seem like they've moved away from it because I don't think they want to be cutting into their own market share, you know? So I think maybe a Nintendo 64 Mini is something that could happen down the road. I would certainly buy one if it ever did, but I don't really care if it ever does. I'd rather have a GameCube Mini than a Nintendo 64 Mini. I don't think we'll get either, but um, and some people have said a Game Boy Mini, but I don't think that'll. I mean, the Game Boy itself, I think those games, I think people would shit all over that thing if it came out. They'd buy it because it looked cool, and then they'd realize that these games have not aged well at all. You know, I think a Game Boy Advance mini is more likely. I feel like I've said mini. Uh, it's, it's just I can hear it in my head like mini, mini, mini. Uh a Game Boy Advance mini might be neat. You know, maybe that's something they do down the day or down the day, down the road, but uh there's just so many of them, you know, and they're my preferred way to play retro games, quite frankly. Today I uh it's like I have my I have an NES and SNES and a PlayStation classic all hooked up to my TV up here in my office. Uh I've tinkered under the hood of them and that's all I'm going to get into with that. But uh, that's my preferred way to play games now. It's convenient. There's no blowing in cartridges or spending tons of money on old games. And I'm not shitting on people that collect, dude. It's totally, dude, I love looking at game collections. We actually have an episode upcoming of the show here in the next few weeks about game collecting from me and another uh, uh, former collector and just our thoughts on the hobby and stuff like that. I have no beef with collectors. I just, it's not for me. These are the way to go uh in my opinion and i'm kind of curious if like if these mini consoles are hurting the collecting market at all i mean probably not because i mean like roms have been around for far longer than these these mini consoles have so if you were a game collector before these then you're probably a game collector after because you prefer to play it on the actual hardware than playing with roms anyways but i don't know i put that note down about you know my notes here that i talked about for the intro and about how i wonder if it's hurting game collecting and then as i was saying it i was like that's fucking stupid like ROMs existed before. They're going to exist afterwards. No one's going to care. So, uh, Commodore 64 Mini. If you're interested in it, let me know. I think you're crazy, but that's just me. Um, speaking of the Game Boy Advance Mini, actually, uh, here's something else, too. Uh, my pal Chris, uh frequent guest here on the podcast, got me a, a, a Game Boy Advance and uh, a copy of Mother 3, a translated copy of Mother 3 uh, for my birthday uh, last year, which was a fucking incredible gift. I played through Mother 3, it was awesome. Um, I really hope we get a North American release of it someday after playing it. Some of the subject matter that's in it, I think is a little bit, uh, what's the word I'm looking for. There's some sensitive topics addressed in it by today's society standards. So I maybe wonder if that's the hesitation to release it because it's really not something, uh, the characters in the game that I, I think might cause a little bit of a fuss are not ones they could simply just remove from the game. So I wonder if that's their hesitation. But anyway, point I'm trying to make is I have a Game Boy Advance sitting here and uh, I don't have any games other than Mother 3. So I'm looking for suggestions. Uh, Advance Wars is in my in my uh, sights uh, because I, I never played it and I'm totally into those types of games. I'm completely obsessed with those types of games now, as you're going to hear in a second when I get to what I've been playing. Uh, so I am looking for, for suggestions. Pokemon is maybe up there. I did play the Mario and Luigi uh, Superstar Saga game back in the day and fucking loved it. So I'd, I'd probably keep my eye out for that. But there's a Game Boy Advance game that you think is really, really good that you think I should be checking out. Uh, that's preferably not hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Uh, please shoot me a message. Shoot me a, you know, on, on Instagram or Twitter or on here, or Facebook or whatever. And just let me know. That'd be really neat. Yell it at me at a comedy show if you want. I don't care. Um, on that note, uh, uh, sorry. I just read my notes here. Uh, I am playing a ton right now. I'm playing a fucking ton. Like it's really, and I'm enjoying it. I'm not complaining. It's been rad, but like uh, our Let's Plays are up on YouTube. Uh, as of the day that this is publishing, which is June 26th, the last episode of our Super Mario World playthrough will be uh, going up. Uh, so you can find those all over at youtube.com slash rememberthegame. There's a new episode every day of the Let's Play series. They're usually about 15 minutes long. They contain a ton of foul language, but uh, I'm really enjoying it. I'll tell you, like if you're interested in replaying some old games, um, try doing a Let's Play of one of them if you've got the equipment to do it because it has completely changed the way these games play for me they've gotten way harder because i'm trying to focus on what i'm saying while i play the game and uh i love them dude i i'm really enjoying it so i've got the next series the next game is, is ready to go and that uh, i'll let the cat out of the bag because they'll be launching tomorrow uh june 27th that's donkey kong country on the super nintendo uh so i've got a, a playthrough of that coming and then uh the game i'm gonna do after that i'm, I'm thinking metal gear solid for the PlayStation one. I don't know how well that's going to translate into a let's play because it's a little bit slower and there's a lot of like talking and stuff like that. I'm brand new to let's plays. I don't know anything about them. I'm still learning. Uh, I just haven't played it in, in fuck. Gotta be coming up on 20 years or however long it's been out. Like I played it right after it came out. I don't think I've played it since. And so I don't remember any of the story really or anything. And I'm excited. I just want to play it again. And so I thought, well, if I want to play it anyways, then let's record a let's play of it and put it up. Um, is there a particular game that you think would be cool to watch a Let's Play of? If you're watching the Let's Plays, let me know in the comments or in the messaging on the Instagrams and stuff. That'd be cool. Uh, I'm just looking for reasons to play these old games, quite frankly. Uh, I haven't had time to go on Twitch, really. I did intend on streaming on Twitch. I still intend on trying to get some streaming done on Twitch. I just don't I don't have time. Um, my, my intention was to do it at night after I get home from my comedy shows um, uh, I'm a stand-up comedian for anyone that didn't know uh, and uh, I usually get home about 10.30 at night and honestly man I'm just wiped by the end of that and I just want to sit down and relax for an hour and play something without having to worry about doing the commentary on it so Twitch is probably coming I just I just haven't had time to really get too far into it yet and I don't really have the equipment so my Twitch streams wouldn't be great but uh, it's probably coming so anyway um, where are we at here? Holy oh, fuck I'm at 12 and a half minutes okay I'm going to tell you guys what I've been playing and then I'm going to shut up and get Super Mario Brothers 2. Uh, primarily this last seven days I've been playing Wargroove. It is a tactical uh, strategy game. Uh, I don't want to call it an RPG because it's not really an RPG at all. It's just like a tactical game uh, on the Switch that apparently is very similar to Advance Wars from what everyone has told me. I haven't played. It's why I got thinking about the Game Boy Advance and Advance Wars because I'm really enjoying Wargroove and people have said if you like Wargroove you would like Advance Wars. Uh, really fun. Super fucking hard. Like punishingly hard. Um, especially if you want to try to get like a perfect score on every map I've I've almost given up on that and I'm just trying to finish every level uh, but it's not expensive I think it's like 20 bucks if you have a switch and you're into tactical games and you like a challenge uh, I'd recommend it Wargroove is good I've also dipped back into dead cells it's one of those ones that I keep coming back to uh, if you haven't played dead cells it is a rogue uh, I think it's a, as you described it like a rogue action type game where you're going to die over and over and over again but every time you do you get just a little bit stronger. Kill bad guys, collect uh, these blue orbs that are called dead cells, and then you can spend those on uh, more powerful things, more powerful items, and stuff like that. And obviously, every time you go through the game, you get just a little bit more powerful, and it's just over and over and over until you reach the end. But the rogue aspect of it flips the board around or the map around every single time. Um, if you don't, if you if you remember, uh, there was a big like plagiarism scandal at IGN like a year ago. Uh, a dude Philip Mussen got caught plagiarizing. All of his reviews and stuff, and one of the review the review that got him caught was the review of Dead Cells. And I think a lot of people, when they think of Dead Cells, if they know what it is, the first thing they think of is that plagiarism scandal, which is too bad because it deserves to be out of that shadow, man. It is a fun game. It handles great. It's like a silky smooth. The controls. It's fun to play. Uh, it's not expensive. Again, another indie on the Switch. So uh, we'll probably do one of the secret episodes about Dead Cells eventually uh, here on the show uh one of the patreon exclusive ones so uh give that a shot too if you're looking for something to play thinking about diving into metal gear solid like i said uh for a let's play uh and i have also uh, been playing uh, an an nes game uh in preparation of my second uh, video review uh it's a it's a hard game but i'm having a great time playing it and working on it honestly out of all this stuff like this stuff is taking a ton of time between the podcast, all the let's plays, interacting with people and trying to build a following for the podcast, and then the editing of the review videos, like it's it's hours and hours every day. And uh, it's actually starting to dip into my comedy a little bit. And I know you're probably anyone that's got like a real job where they work hard is listening to this and being like, Poor baby, I'm not complaining, dude. Life is great. I'm I'm so happy. But like comedy is what pays my bills. So I can't fuck around too much. I got to stay focused on that, always trying to write new jokes and get it out to hitting up the mics and going on the road and booking shows and stuff like that. But this has just become such a a great distraction to me. And honestly, I think, I mean, the podcast is rad, but I really enjoy doing the video reviews like the Mario Kart one we put up. I've gotten great feedback on it. I probably worked on that video for 30 or 40 hours for an eight minute video review. Um, And I'm really excited for the new one I'm working on right now. I don't know how often they're going to go up because they just kind of have to go up as I get time to finish them. But uh, it's just something I've wanted to do forever. I love the creativity of the writing and editing and learning how to do all that stuff. So there's another video review coming. If you didn't see the first one yet, youtube.com slash rememberthegame. You can find all the old podcasts, our Let's Plays, and our video reviews go up there. And there's uh, about an eight-minute review of Super Mario Kart for the Super Nintendo uh, that I'm pretty proud of. So if you're interested, uh, check that out. With that said, we're at fucking 16 minutes of rambling. I hope I don't, I don't ramble too much. I probably do, but whatever uh we're gonna get to the podcast you guys this week we are talking super mario brothers 2 for the nes it is the freak game of the series uh i'll give you a really quick uh, really quick summation of why it is here nintendo developed a sequel to the original super mario brothers that would have been super mario brothers 2 released it in japan and when the people in north america got their hands on it they were like this is way too fucking hard and it is and it eventually found its way over here as the lost levels if you've ever played it uh, there's an episode about the Lost Levels, actually, in our archives of the show here. Uh, but what they did is there was another game in Japan called Doki Doki Panic, made by Nintendo. And they decided to just st- uh, swipe out uh, the, main, the main characters of Doki Doki with Mario, Luigi, Princess, and Toad. And then it found its way over here as Super Mario Bros. 2. That's a really quick version of it. It is awesome. I recently played through it on uh, the Mario All-Stars cart and really enjoyed it. I think that's the definitive way to play it by the way the the super nintendo compilation package uh really good game i it's probably my favorite of the three nes mario games Maybe that's just because i played mario 3 so much i never owned mario 2 so it's like that forbidden fruit but uh, i'm going to cue the music my uh, guest this week is my resident NES uh, super fan and buddy uh, David Ray. He is back. We are going to have a great time talking about Super Mario Bros. 2 that released in North America originally on October 9th, 1988. 31 years ago, you old fucks. Kick back and relax, everybody. I hope you enjoy this week's podcast as David and I talk Super Mario Bros. 2. Here we go. All right, welcome back to Remember the Game, everybody. My guest this week is returning to the show, uh, one of our more popular guests, Mr. David Ray. How are you, buddy?
1: I'm doing pretty good.
0: I feel like I say that this, but that start has always been the same. Oh, it's always the same. <laughs> like, for anyone that doesn't know, like, I record two to three of these per like session when we sit down. And so, literally, I start every single session with, like, So, how are you, my friend? No, and I'm changing like, my answer. I feel like a piece of shit now. There, thank yeah. you. I. I this something's is- changed in the last half hour <laughs> this is the third one we've recorded in a row we been recording podcasts for an hour and a half and so this is the third time i've been like how you doing david he's like i'm fine still fine and finally like, yeah i feel like a piece of shit today fuck off <laughs> um today we were talking about one of the games that admittedly i'm a little bit surprised it took this long to get to on the podcast uh we've talked super mario brothers 3 mm-hmm. and uh we've talked super mario brothers the lost levels yeah which i know is super mario brothers 2 mm-hmm. whatever today we are talking the <laughs> it's funny because it's not the real super mario brothers 2 but it is the real two, super, super mario Bros. for
1: the two, two. Well, it, for for north america's
0: yeah as far as i'm concerned because i is, did
1: lost levels with you yeah yeah. yeah yeah
0: yeah uh as far as i'm concerned like i know that like in the like in the annals of history, mm-hmm. it's not the real Super Mario Brothers Two, but as far as I'm concerned, and as far as North America is concerned, this is Super Mario Brothers Two. Did you know uh, this actually starts
1: off because, like, I, I remember when we talked about lost levels. Like, we talked about like that history and background, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And I can't remember if I said it there, but the interesting thing is, then they uh, when they when Super Mario Two took off here. Uh, they didn't have that version of with the, the Mario skins yeah. over the characters, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so they like decided, okay, well, we'll release that game back in Japan. And uh, do you know what they called that game? No, they called it Super Mario USA.
0: Oh no shit! Yeah. Oh wow, I did not know that.
1: Yeah. So they they, they did get. That's it. cool. So they, we
0: we both got each other's games it, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> so we got lost levels. They got Mario USA. Yeah. Even. Um. So just like in a 10 second summonation. I can't imagine anyone listening to this doesn't know the story. Basically, Nintendo created a sequel to the original Super Mario Brothers that was Super Mario Brothers Two, and it was really 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 hard using they, uh,
1: Mario One sprites it, and look, mechanics. And it was
0: very similar to Mario One, just turned up to twelve with like a couple new things like wind and poison mushrooms and stuff like that and they were like those americans could never possibly beat this game it's too hard no
1: one dude
0: decided that right okay there yes, you go. okay nintendo of
1: america was just like i don't get it and i don't like it <laughs> fucking
0: stupid no <laughs> one gets ashamed. so then so then what they did is they took a game that had been released in japan called doki doki panic and they basically just put mario skins in it and dropped it in america as super mario brothers 2 and so that's why like if you've ever played super mario brothers 2 it's it's such an oddball game. It's weird. There are bad guys in it that actually some have become mainstays in now, Mario. Yeah. But like they had never shown up before. They didn't show up again for quite a while. Yeah. Um, And that's what we're gonna break down today. I'm pretty excited because I, I fucking love this video game, man. Yeah. I honestly, it's it's probably my favorite of the original three Mario Brothers games yeah. on the NES. What about you?
1: Oh, that's an, that's an interesting take because I always feel that that's one. It's I feel like it's either you love it or you hate it. Kind it of totally thing. is, yeah. or at least especially when you're a kid. Like, I even know people who hated Mario 2. Yeah. Um, But I think for me, it's always, like, I think it's been in the realm of, like, uh, uh, oh, it's not as bad as people say. Like, that's what I always felt like as a kid. And then now it's just, like, oh, it's just, it, it, it added so much depth to the mario world totally it's uh, to the mario yeah. universe or whatever
0: and that's the thing is like i mean we can get more into it but like there's so many aspects of this game that have come over excuse me to just the mario uh universe and i and i mean like like bad guys like shy guy like birdo shy guys ninjas um but well, like, ninjas not as much but yeah but yeah but yeah. like that's where they came from right like it's um i mean it it's it, this this game uh, introduced the idea of Toad and Princess being playable pe- characters, mm-hmm. with Princess having yep. that little float thing that she still does. The to difference this day. between
1: Mario and Luigi, although I, th- I, to be fair, that wasn't the other that's, Mario. That's too. what I was
0: gonna say, but yeah, they did add like Ma- Luigi got his weird jumping in the Mario. He looks different. different. He does look different. Yeah. yeah, like there's a lot of cool aspects to this game that like originally got introduced through this game that are now just parts of the Mario folklore. I think the biggest ones are probably Shy Guy and Birdo. Yes, yeah, so those but, are the ones uh, that stayed the, uh, the most. Yeah. Um, see, so when I was a kid, this game was like the forbidden fruit. Because we owned Mario 1, we owned yeah. Mario 3. I did not ever own this game.
1: Yeah, I ne- I, neither did I, actually. Right? I, I borrowed it from a friend or whatever. And, and I didn't know a lot of
0: people that owned it. Because like, everyone owned the original Super Mario Bros. Because it came with the Nintendo, right? Yeah. And then it seems like everybody owned Super Mario Bros. 3 because it was Super Mario Bros. 3.
1: I, I think it's because three is a lot more connected to one than two is to the other two, yeah. right? Like, it yeah. is so markedly different. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, like, I didn't know a lot of people that own this. One. I had one friend that owned this one, and every time I went to his house, I would play it. And I was always like, this is the coolest thing. Because I love the idea of playing his Toad. Yeah. I love the idea of playing his Toad. I thought that was, like, the greatest thing in the world, being able to pick Because he's so characters. quick on the yeah. pickup. And... I, I Like, to this day, he's my go-to. I actually played through this game about two months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played through it on the Mario All-Stars package oh, yeah, yeah. which is the definitive way to play those games it is
1: there's so they're, they're pretty like they're yeah. they they're, they're the super nintendo version of that game yeah, yeah. they're gorgeous
0: yeah. um but I, pl- I i think i beat because at the end of the game when you beat the game uh it shows you how many levels you beat with each character yeah and i it was like i beat all but one with toad yeah like he's my go-to like so just quickly as i do want to know who is, okay i'll ask for, before i explain the differences like what was you who did you have a go-to or did you, did you kind of rotate
1: throughout? uh i try to play around with most of them i think the person i used like i would use people in certain situations so princess would be in certain
0: she there were points where she was pretty handy yeah, yeah.
1: The, the the high like the high stakes jumping ones yeah yeah which is like oh, i need like a little bit more finesse yeah um Although I liked Luigi's jumps because he's he can jump so high, so I think high. He is a slow pickup, but uh, um, I, I liked I liked that control that he, uh, he got with him, yeah. but it's just not as good as Princesses. No, it wasn't. But so Luigi, Luigi is always my go-to. All right.
0: It's cool because like Mario as always is the everyman that does everything fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so boring. Like I love Mario, it's so boring. He just does it all. Um Luigi's got this weird ass flutter jump where he can go like halfway up the screen. Yeah. And then kind of flutters his way down. And he he always yeah. kind of handles like he's on ice in the air. Yeah. But if you can get a handle of it, like he can get so high. You know, yeah. it's really handy. Uh Toad pick stuff up really fast apparently he's like the tough guy of the group he's the strongest one Uh, do you Uh,
1: know do you know like what they were in doki doki no so uh, doki doki panic was do you know the story about that game like Uh, why why it was even made in the first place no i don't so that one was made uh because they were making a festival in japan uh and it was going to have these four characters as their it was this family, this Arabian Nights oh, thing going okay. on. Okay. Okay. And that's why there's so many Arabian Nights hype. Right. Th- um, um, uh, of a feel throughout the whole right. game. That makes sense. Uh, and the family uh, were these four characters. They went approached Nintendo with, like, can you put out a game and somebody was already thinking of making a game that scaled upwards like that was the whole idea was like oh that'd be instead of going left to right yeah yeah. like going up and down because there's a ton of that in this game yeah climbing yeah and uh, so that's where they're like oh well we'll take our game use these characters as our sprites in them okay and then uh, then when they decide to make Super Mario 2 out of it they just paint it over and I think Toad was the father is a a paint over the father The uh, princess is a paint over of the mother... Maybe, or the sister. It was one of those two. Luigi is the other one, either right. uh, the mother or the sister. And then Mario is actually uh, like the son. Like
0: the son. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, that, well, then that makes more sense for Toad then, because the father would have that old man strength. strength. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I, I love it. Like, so Toad picks stuff up so fast, and then Princess picks stuff up crazy slow. Yeah. But she's got the float, right? Which is, uh, there are a couple aspects, are a couple of moments in that game where that float is pretty fucking handy. Like man. when
1: you're jumping from magic
0: carpet to magic
1: carpet, yeah, or, or the whatever.
0: logs that are floating down the waterfall. Yeah. And stuff like there were points where that float like i feel almost like it's cheap to use that float but there yeah. are times where it's like i don't think i can beat this without that float like <laughs> it's pretty handy yeah and so i mean basically at the core of this game like uh to me that's where the, the magic of this game is is the four being able to pick between the four characters yeah. right like it was um I mean, you, in the original Super Mario Brothers, you could play Mario or Luigi. I mean, if you were first player, or second player, but they were exactly the same. It was just a sprite swap with the colors, right? Yeah. This time to have four completely unique characters that you could play through a Mario game with was really, really cool. I and think. they
1: had a couple of different things that they can do. Different.
0: Well, it's that whole pickup thing, right? Like yeah. that.
1: That's a that was a, that changed things. And I mean. That does actually relate back to Mario Three of like how it influenced Mario Three because you could pick up turtle shells. Yeah,
0: yeah. In Mario Three, you could pick up turtle shells and and throw them around and yeah. stuff like that. And like yeah, and this one, like the whole game is based around picking stuff up. You can pick up. Yeah three quarters of the enemies other than like spiky ones or yeah. ones that spit fireballs and stuff and then you can run around with them over your head and throw them at each other yeah and then you can also pick up vegetables throw the vegetables at each other there's items in the ground and stuff like that
1: it actually also reintroduced the pow block yeah
0: it did yeah yeah, yeah you're right it did
1: Br- brought that back from like the original original mario game. yeah
0: like old sc- i love that game too like the original arcade mario brothers yeah it's yeah. a pretty rad game too um yeah completely just like like I said I, 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 it blew my mind I remember playing it at my friend Cody's house it was the first time I ever played it and it, like legitimately I was like what is this because I was like this isn't Mario yeah. and I'd already played Mario 3 before I ever played Mario 2 mm. and so I really just assumed it would be like a, between Mario 1 and Mario 3 like you'd just be running left to right jumping on bad guys and stuff and I was like "What? what is this like you can pick stuff up throw them at each other you can control all these different people like
1: the logs thing was kind of cool like those log levels where they come I, from the background yeah, almost I, the climbing up because I don't even think mario 3 really had scaling up levels did they
0: a, a few like in skyland there's a few oh, where you're going yeah, up in the yeah. clouds and stuff but no not like mario 2 does mario 2 like is you almost go
1: straight you learn you literally literally climbing yeah. yeah um
0: i also think this is the hardest of the three mario games in my opinion the the first yeah. like four worlds i think are a piece of cake and then once it starts getting hard it gets fucking hard man yeah
1: that 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 might be fair. Yeah, I'm like, thinking of like when you were fighting the was it the triclide the the snake with the three heads yeah. spitting fire at you, yeah. and all you have were the like solid mushrooms, yeah. and you could throw them too far and it goes into a pit. Yeah, yeah. So you had to like make use of the or, few that you had, or you
0: had to fight the fucking and I can't remember their names, but like, you had to fight that like crab that would throw rocks at you, and you had to pick up his rocks and throw them back. Yeah. at him The boss fights in this game are awesome. Like I love the boss fights in this game.
1: Pro. Oh, that's actually not a bad argument for like probably. Be amongst the best Mario bosses from side-scrolling games? Easily.
0: Easily. And I love the Koopa Kids. The as Koopa I kids. know most of But those of are like those, a lot of... like
1: very generic, right? Yeah, like in Mario they're, 3... They're, they're like a palette swap. Yeah.
0: In Mario 3 jump on them 3 times. In yep. Super Mario World there's like 4 different variants but the fights are all pretty boring. Yep. This one like they're legitimately like the fr- fr- fry guy I think he was called, the fireball that would mm. fly around, oh, spit sure, and yeah. fire at you and then there was the the mouser that would throw the bombs, bombs at you and you had to you. pick his bombs up throw them back at him and have them explode. While well, right. they were going near him. Like you could just throw them at him. They had, you had to time. time him. yep. Um. The the crab would throw rocks at you. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what? I never thought of that. Yes. I I because th- yeah, I never thought about that. I either. Even
1: Super Mario World. Super Mario World had some variety. Not like this though. And it's interesting because this one had like the same mechanics. Like hit him three times. Yeah. Yes. But they had so many things. Messing you up, like, the layout of the the yeah. boss yeah. room or whatever.
0: Like, because you had to fight Birdo at the end of every level, basically, of, of except like th- for the boss levels. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Birdo, to me, felt like fighting the the Koopa kids in Bowser 3, yeah. or Mario 3. Because it was just, you got to grab three eggs, throw them at him, and then that was it. Yeah. And then, and then for some reason the globe was always inside of him. And after you hit him three times, he, he would spit cough up the globe. Yeah. And for the record, just in case anyone knows, because I don't know how many people know the background of Mario 2 or not. I remember reading this. like So in the original game, Birdo was a, a boy who wanted to be a girl. Yeah. That's what Kind Birdo of like was. a trans character. Yes. Yeah. And so just I, for the record, I'm going to just call Birdo her. And yeah. that's what Birdo is. And just, let's just, I'm not going down that fucking road. Birdo <laughs> is a she... Call her whatever you want. I don't care. Berto's yeah. a cool character. I like Berto way more than Yoshi. Yeah. Berto's like the cooler Yoshi as far as I'm concerned. Because he looks... <laughs> like She looks like Yoshi. Yeah. Right? Kind of. A no why, yeah. I just... I've never been a world's biggest Yoshi fan, and I like Berto, so...
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't particularly care for Yoshi. Yoshi's no. handy in terms of like, oh, I can take an extra hit.
0: Yoshi's a great <laughs> sacrificial lamb. That's all Yoshi is. I, uh uh yeah i'll get into that i could fucking rant for an hour on yoshi overrated (laughs) piece of shit but uh yeah so it's so it's cool like you get to go through the levels and then you get to fight birdos at the end of every level basically and then after you when you get to the final level of a world then you get to fight the boss which are some incredible boss fights Mm -hmm. and uh between each level you can pick a new character i think you get to repick your character when you die I'm 99% sure that if you die, you get to pick your character again. I haven't I played it in so. a few months. It's been but, a while, yeah. So that is really cool aspect too, because you could get stuck at a place and then realize like, oh, you I go need like, this person. Right, you're like, I could really use. Peaches float. I guess his toadstool back then, but whatever. You, I, I need yeah. princesses float or like in the desert worlds where you have to dig straight down. Oh, get get, get like, your toad. I need toad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. those levels are a pain in the ass. Because like you've got shy guys yeah. that are coming down on top of you because they're yeah. slowly walking. Back. And fuck, and you're like dig, 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 and then run to the other side of the level. Dig, yeah. dig, dig, dig. Yeah. Um. And honestly, the thing that originally made me say that this is the hardest of the three Nintendo games is that fucking mask. With the keys,
1: <laughs> you pick up the key. Yeah, you start chasing and, you.
0: Oh, so, in almost, I think he's in every world. Yeah, there's a level where you have to go get a, a key. Yeah, and uh, once you find the key, you activate this fucking spooky mask thing. Did you know? Like, I, I and I can't remember
1: what specifically. This is where you'd need to go to the gaming historian. He's the one that kind of like broke down a lot of the stuff I know about Super he's Mario. Great. Yeah. He's so good. He was uh, there's something about those masks that tie back into the festival. Oh, that makes sense. So yeah. the shy guys have masks. Yeah, like so many characters have masks. The ninjas have masks. Yeah, the like that would make sense because yeah. it
0: looks like just like like it, I'm surprised that the mask didn't show up more often because like like I mean in other Mario stuff because mm-hmm. it's very iconic look like it's a pretty like I know that especially mask
1: that floating one like th- that that was. That was the son of Super Mario 3 son of that game. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, it is.
0: That's the first son. I hate that fucking mask. So you would always pick up a key, and then you would have to run basically to some other point of the level. And sometimes it was left or right, sometimes it was up or down, and then get to a locked door with the key to get through. But as long as you were carrying the key, that fucking mask was right on your ass. And you couldn't do anything about it. Well, because you couldn't even hit him with anything. You couldn't hurt him, but you could throw away the key. And as long as you threw away the key, then he would not follow you anymore. Yeah. He would disappear. And so it became a... Ma- and you could use the key as a weapon, like a turn-up yeah. or anything. So that's what it would become, is you'd run into a level, and then his bad guys would start running at you, you'd whip the key at them, yeah. kill the bad guys, and then the mask would float away. Yeah. And the first few worlds you have to deal with them, it's not too hard. You just, yeah. you know, But like near the end, it's a bitch, man. He yeah. like, He sucks. <laughs> I hate that mask so much.
1: Did you know uh, in the uh, Japanese in Doki Doki Panic, they uh, one of the things that they had in there uh, was you had to beat every level with all four of the people.
0: Oh Jesus! No. So yeah,
1: <laughs> so you would have to do like those t- tough jump levels with Toad. with Toad. You'd have to like do the digging ones with Toadstool. Oh,
0: dude, that would i mean i guess it adds replay but that would suck uh, that would suck so hard yeah i did not know that oh my gosh wow that
1: that literally quadruples your gameplay totally yeah (laughs) and honestly like this i mean it
0: has a lot of replay if you want to go through it again with them but i feel the same way with this one as i do with mario 1 or mario 3 like i'll fire it up once in a while i'll play through it and then i'm like i'm good for a couple years like i had my fix but that would that would suck. I don't even think I'd enjoy that. There'd be levels where I'd just get frustrated with playing with some of those guys. Yeah. Um, so
1: you have beat this game though, yeah? Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, many times. Um I love this I really do love this game. Like it would it would it would be in my top 5 favorite Mario games ever. Mm. And Mario's my favorite. Like his core series are my favorite games ever. Like yeah. Super Mario World, this game, Super Mario 3, Mario Odyssey. Like I love those games. And right. this one would be in the top 5 of them for me.
1: Would you uh, did you ever Uh, Beat all of the levels of Super Mario 2. Like, I've I've played through all of the levels of Mario 1, but I I don't think I've done all of Mario 2.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, when I did that replay just recently on All-Star. Now, granted, I did it on All-Stars where you can save
1: oh sure you know yeah. but
0: like i don't at this point like i mean you can spam save states and that's cheating but to just save because you're like i don't have time to keep playing this right now yeah like that's not cheating that's fucking convenience yeah. and so <laughs> i have done it with that but yeah i have it um because you are like the warps and you can like skip to because that's how know? i always beat yeah. them yeah uh no I, it's uh i love it like i like the music i love i like the design of it a lot personally to me i know that super mario 3 is gorgeous but like i think this game looks better than super mario 3 like you're talking
1: in the Nintendo era in the Nintendo graphics. era,
0: yeah. I do. I think it looks better than Mario three. I just think there's that...
1: certainly some levels because I feel like Super Mario, <sighs>
0: like they both look rad.
1: Yeah, I'm trying um... to think of like I feel colors is a big thing in it. Yeah, because uh, some of Mario 3's kind of feels a little faded.
0: It does. Yeah,
1: like so, like they're not they. Like I'm thinking, the greens really pop in Mario Two. Totally do.
0: Like when I think of Mario Two, the first thing that comes to mind for it's me is like
1: that water level, oh, yeah, waterfalls, the sky and, uh, behind
0: you, or the waterfalls, the big green like hills or whatever the fuck yeah. they are that you can climb up, and then the bright reds of like Mario and Toad, and yeah, yeah. Like I, I, think it's a, I think it's the best looking. I think it has. I never even thought of it till you said it. It absolutely has the best boss fights. Um, yeah Uh,
1: especially compared to three yes it has great
0: gameplay oh yeah and it had the cherries which i always thought was a cool way to do power-ups because there wasn't you couldn't really go to boxes and get power-ups in this one like mushrooms and stuff you could get a mushroom if you drop the potion in the right place yeah and it happens to be in the dark world or whatever yeah and honestly like I, i and this is something that i would if someone was playing for the first time my advice would be so you're gonna pull potions out drop them on the ground and then um, go through the door of that, and then you've got like about ten seconds, I think it is what it is. Maybe not even that long. On the other side of this door, it's almost like you go into like a reverse world where everything's like, it's like dark. a shadowed. Yeah, world. yeah. and uh, any any plant that you would have pulled out that was a plant in the regular world is a coin in this one most of the time.
1: And those coins could be used in the uh, in the slot machines slot at the machine, end of every level. The level. Yeah,
0: and then there's also mushrooms. And honestly, my it was, if you get a mushroom in this game, all it does is it gives you an extra heart for like a hit. It wasn't like the old ones where you got hit and you went from big to small, and then you died. You had your heart meter, and as long as your heart had a heart in it, then you didn't die. Well, but, but it, it, you, it
1: didn't refill your heart. It made it added another it added heart, another heart, heart yeah. to your um, meter. Yeah.
0: But uh, in the early levels, I, if I was going to give someone a, a gamer advice, I'd be like, stock up on coins and and try to get lives on the slot machines because you'll need them in the later levels, yeah. and you can beat the early ones without being big. Yeah. And like you can realistically get all of it in the early levels pretty easy because yeah. you only have a few seconds, but go for the coins before you worry about the mushroom in the early levels you don't know um and then there's also cherries laying around yeah and you collect cherries and that's gets your star and that's how you get a star once you collect so many cherries a star floats up and like and sometimes you're not even dude it sucks when you like you need that star and you're grinding through getting cherries and then the star comes up on a fucking in a wall or something and you can't get it yeah and you're like i really need that right now like that sucks (laughs) Oh, uh, Of course I don't have princess to float over the waterfall to come yeah. back. Go get it and come back. <laughs> but I, I like that mechanic though instead of just finding yeah. them in boxes you just collect cherries and then eventually it'll show up. And then to get hearts to come up, you have to kill bad guys and if you kill enough bad guys then a heart will float up from the bottom of the screen. Oh, is that how that works? Yeah so same thing so like so that's another tip was when you're if you're in trouble and you're down to one hit, like especially if you're doing one of those fucking key things where that yeah. mask is chasing you yeah. um, find a pipe where like shy guys are just constantly coming out of them and just keep hitting them with the key. And then after a few, you'll get a couple of hearts. Like oh, yeah. A heart will start coming up. And you can that's, feel your health.
1: That's interesting. I didn't know.
0: That. Yeah. So, like, I just, it's also all these weird things that they've yeah. never done again. But, uh, like, I mean, the Mario formula is not broken, so don't fix it. Like, Mario is great. Like, yeah. From left to right, save the princess. It's awesome. Sure. But it's so fun to get to play one like this. Like, it's, like did you ever play Mario Sunshine?
1: Uh yes, I I did play that a little bit. I didn't play it all the way through. Same.
0: Right I'm kind of embarrassed of it. It's the only one I never finished of mm. all the Mario games, and I really wish they would fucking Nintendo give us Mario Sunshine on something, because I'm like Mario Sunshine is basically the Mario two of the three D Mario's. It's that weird ball. It's the second yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd really like to try it again because I have an incredible appreciation for this game because yeah. it's because it's different. It's a nice. It's nice to change it up every once in a while, you know, and try something new.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like the newer Mario games. Uh, probably. Like I, I'm thinking of, um, uh, Odyssey or whatever. Where yeah. it's just like they have a lot of stuff going on that has been built up over the previous games. Totally, There's so many things. Where it, 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 like I don't know if you can have an oddball game like that anymore. Yeah. Uh, or maybe you could. But you, yeah. like I, I feel like they're not going to do that. I feel they're just going to keep yeah. building on what they have. At this
0: point, Mario is worth so much money that I think that. They'd be playing with fire, really going out of the, you know, going off. I don't the script, know, but I, I don't know about that. Because they tweak them, they tweak them and do different things. But it's like Zelda, dude. They switch up a Zelda game, and everyone loses their fucking minds. Like yeah. Link, Link Between Worlds on the 3DS yeah. is one of my favorite Zelda games, and a ton of people shit all over it because you got all the items right away, and they were like, "Well, that's fucking dumb." But it was like they're trying <laughs> something new. Like it's not, it's always going to yeah. be the same thing, right? It's like, it's like, it's like, well, it's a bad example because I shit all over Zelda two, but like, that's what this is. Like this game in a way to Mario is what Zelda two is to Zelda, right? Like Zelda two yeah. is this weird game that you either love or you hate because it's so different from the rest of the Zelda games.
1: I mean, it doesn't help that Zelda two is like broken.
0: <laughs> There's oh, a, <laughs> I've honestly been meaning to go back and play it. Cause I haven't played it since I was a little kid. Just so that if I, maybe I don't hate it as much as I remember hating it. Yeah. But I think I hate that game um it
1: it's pretty obtuse like yeah, it is if if zelda 1 was obtuse this it that one is it's insane. i don't know it's insane it's whereas like
0: this game is completely off the wall compared to all basically every other mario game but it's still very pick up and playable it's a yeah. fun game you know
1: yeah you can figure it out it's not yeah. impossible
0: i love it and i just love all the little weird quirky things i love that you can pull a radish and it's a fucking spaceship yeah it takes you up higher into a level and then drops you off you know um, and the, like we were saying earlier, the whole game is built around the picking stuff up mechanic, right? Yeah. There are aspects of there are parts of the game where you literally have to ride bad guys across mm. spikes to get to new areas, yeah. Right? Which is like I think that's really cool. Like I thought yeah. it was so in, so uh, inventive way back then, at least. Anyways,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, they, uh, I, I, and then of course the ending to that whole game was like a weird one too. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. So the bad guy is not Bowser. Yeah. It is Wart.
1: Yeah. And uh, if, and we've never seen him again.
0: I know It drives me crazy. Like, I mean, how is he not a trophy? In, maybe he is a trophy in Smash Ultimate. Ooh, I haven't played that probably. much in Smash Ultimate. He probably is. But he should be a fighter in Smash Ultimate. God yeah. damn it. Or I would love to see a game where Wart like teams up with Bowser or something like that. You know what I mean? Like maybe where you shift from a dream world to a real world and all on because one...
1: that that was the thing. That world was called subcon. Because yeah. it, it's literally Mario's dream. At
0: the end of the game, he wakes up. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: like maybe there, why couldn't they have a world a, a, a game that somehow involves the dream world somehow? I think that would be so awesome. Like
0: mm. make one where Bowser and Wart are really like working together through like sleep or something, and Wart is or, like, why hasn't Wart been like a bad guy in like one of the mario and luigi rpg games on the handhelds or something because yep. he was really cool i mean he, he does look a lot like bowser um, yeah like he looks like bowser's cousin or something yeah um, but just he's just no
1: no spiky shell no yeah.
0: but he's cool and the best like to me one of the coolest things about this whole game is when you do finally get to wart and you fight him it turns out that he hates vegetables which is the very thing you've been using as a weapon through the entire game. game yeah and so there's a machine there producing vegetables and sometimes you, fireballs. Sometimes fireballs, and you have to catch the vegetables and then throw them in his mouth. Yeah, and then he sells it like, "Oh, I hate vegetables." And if you feed him enough vegetables, he dies. Yeah, uh, well, that's so cool, man. Like it's <laughs> you're like you're right. Like I, I, like I, I'm, I love Bowser and the Bowser kids, but those fights are so boring. They just most of them are very repetitive. They're very like, nah. especially
1: like specifically Mario Three. Yeah, they're yeah. a little bit better in. Super, Super Mario Mario World, World.
0: Uh, Mario 3 in particular yeah you mm-hmm. jump on each of the kids three times and then Bowser you just let him smash to the ground and he dies like you just let him crash his way through yeah that things. was like
1: one of the more inventive sure. Like, but that's only one in the whole game. Like, one interesting right. fight in the whole game. Meanwhile, but, like, all of them feel like they're a little bit different. These
0: these boss fights feel like a fight. Like, you're throwing hands at each other, you know? But I think part of the reason this game was able to do it like the other games can't is because this one, they're able to provide you with consistent weapons. If they wanted to do that in Super Mario Bros. 1 or 3... Well, and
1: also, jumping on somebody is not a de facto... No uh, attack or whatever.
0: I don't think there's a there's not a bad guy in this game you can kill by jumping on them. You, you have, have to like to, pick them up. You and, have to throw stuff. Yeah. yeah, and so I I think that like that's maybe why they were able to do such cool bosses in this game because you're constantly provided with weapons, right? If they wanted to do the Mario three, they'd have to give you flowers over and over and over again. Yeah, and then you wouldn't die. Yeah. So that's real. Yeah, I never thought of it that way before, but that's I, I love the the fighting in this game. So
1: and you had to beat them too. Like there's like there was no cheap way of. Fighting them, Mm-mm. whereas like Mario three, it, it's the same thing as like in Street Fighter, where if you t- time your attack just as the person is yeah. getting up or uh, losing their invincibility, <laughs> you can just like smash them again pop and, pop pop. And that's Mario three. That's Super yeah. Mario World. Look at and man. this one. You have to. You actually have to fight them. You Dude, actually, and some of them are hard, man. Yeah.
0: That Fry, fry guy's fucking bitch. I hate that guy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like whereas, like, do you remember Boom Boom in Mario Three? Yes. Where it literally is like anyone that's good at video games can beat him in like three seconds. Like yeah. pop, pop, pop. Yeah. So.
1: And that and that's disappointing. Like that's yeah. There's supposed to be like a build up. You know.
0: You know what? It's I know it's not a popular opinion, but I'll die on the hill that I like this game better than Mario Three, not by much not by much but i like it better it's as i love it i love this game i like i want to go play it again right now i love the music the i the, even think the boss fights are better than mega man
1: cuz mega man has like yeah. a certain kind of like a way to it
0: <laughs> that's just ripping at my heart my love of mega man but you're I mean, right most mega man especially on the nes most mega man fights were like he's got one way to shoot at you and half the way he's going to kill you is just touching you yeah um <laughs> like which i know he is in mario 2 as well but the mario 2 fights are really good like they're yeah. strat, like with what like you said when you fight it's mouser, like a puzzle that you yeah. have to solve yeah fighting mouser you have to time the bombs right or get them to stay on the platform with them yeah oh, other it, guys like a precision throw yeah yep. and when you're fighting the snake you can build a wall of like those mushrooms yeah. to hide behind but at some point you're gonna have to come out and throw a mushroom at him and stuff and yeah cool stuff plus i remember a lot of these bad guys from the cartoon the super Mario oh. Brothers super show like I remember Fry Guy being on it. I remember the Snake being on it. And right. Stuff like. And I I, I, I never watched United
1: it, too. but oh. I could t- I could see because that's the era of peak Mario, yeah. yeah. Super Mario Two up into the launch of Mario yeah. Three.
0: So that's another thing I think I love about this game so much because I watched the cartoon first, saw all these guys, and I I thought they were invented for the cartoon, and then I played Super Mario Brothers Two and found them all, and I was like, what? I'm, like they are in a game. They, like this is sick. <laughs> um, man, half an hour on Super Mario Brothers Two, that felt good. <laughs> that's a good game um have you got uh, closing thoughts before we score this guy and and wrap up the uh, no, day of really. podcasts we've done yeah i don't think uh i don't
1: think i got anything else added. it's just a it's a f- fun quirky outing as, as mario
0: it is it's damn good what would you give mario brothers 2 on a scale of 1 to 10
1: uh, uh in dead. terms of back then you know i think yeah i think i gotta go like close to a, like a, a nine on that. Like it's probably, yeah, it's a yeah. solid uh, game. Uh, even now, like I think, I think it still s- stays at a nine for what it is. Yeah, totally. I, I, know, yeah. I guess the sides. There's no side scrollers anymore. No, you know, no. so.
0: And the new Super Mario Brothers series isn't very good. They're fine, but they're not as good.
1: The, in terms of uh, Mario side scrollers, the one that's the best is the one where you—it's like you and three other people are playing on the screen at the same time. It's just utter chaos. The, oh god,
0: I dude, the fights I've had with like my it's girlfriend and my so nephew fun. playing I, those games, is like, get so angry because I take my. I want to
1: play with good side scroller people. You yeah, because
0: yeah. like if you've got a skill, uh, if there's a big difference in skill between two <laughs> players, it's the most infuriating fucking. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go nine and a half. Like the only reason I'm not going to give it a ten is because I swore I wouldn't. Give anything else a 10, but I really love this video game. Yeah, I don't know what my 10
1: is. I don't know if I have a 10.
0: You should. Tens are very hard to come by. Yeah, yeah like. He... I'm playing a game right now. Okay, so just we'll wrap this thing up in a second. Super Mario World is the only game I'm ever going to give a 10 on this podcast. I swore by that because it's my favorite game. But I'm playing a game right now uh, in preparation for a future podcast, and I don't want to say what it is. Um, and honestly, it has nothing to do with Mario. And honestly, it's like, oh God, like it's like it's going to get like a nine to 0.9. It's like, I'm I'm like, (laughs) it's, 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 it's perfect. I just refused it. I said, I would not do it and I won't, but it's, it's perfect. But no, I, I I think that tens given, given out to, uh, I think people are too, too generous with their perfect tens sometimes on game reviews and stuff like that. To me, if you're going to give a 10, it better be one of the greatest games you've ever played.
1: Frankly, I think this brings up the, the flaw in like the rating system of at all of like one to 10 is because really it's, it's so subjective, and I think it comes down to what is this game? Totally. You know, like I found that doing movie reviews, like I used to, uh, and it's just like I'd rather tell you what is this movie or game about, yeah, and this is like the strengths of it, or like this is why someone might like it, yeah, you know, and yeah, I just I, like, totally, totally, just agree. like as we're talking about Street Fighter Two, you know, it's kind of like. Well, I don't like fighting games. Well, you're probably not going to like this one. Totally. It yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter how great it is.
0: Yeah. When I watch game reviews, I don't even care about the score that often. I just want to see, like, is it something that sounds interesting to me? Like, What's the features and, that yeah. are interesting? Yeah. It, so to me, like, a game review either needs to be entertaining no. or it needs to just tell me, like, what, what the game it is. is about. Yeah. And so I don't know if my game reviews have started launching by the time this podcast went out or not, but I decided to just go with, like, I just explain what I like and don't like about a game and try to make it funny. Yeah. And I don't even care, like the scores. I might make you. I might Pol- use a different. Polygon's
1: trying t- trying to do that now because it's just like the score doesn't mean it don't right matter.
0: You. I don't even remember what scores like. I always just do that to try to give it a a, a a nice like tight way to end the show. Yeah. I don't even know what the scores are on any game we've ever done other than Super Mario World. I, I don't know. Like, I, well, and
1: the thing is, we're doing nostalgia games, so we're all we're, we're like. Have you tried to do a uh, remember the game and do an awful game specifically? I, I want to.
0: Uh, but nobody has yet I have a few in mind that I would I, like to I feel give.
1: like that's a- angry video game nerd or whatever you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah it is yeah. <laughs> but there are, if it's games... a bad
0: game you probably
1: don't play it again And
0: yeah you know. actually you know what no we did one yesterday that I gave it's the first I think not that the scores matter but I think it's the first time I've given a score under 5 I think yeah I think I gave it like a 4 and was like this game sucks but uh and,
1: and I don't remember the games I hate
0: no it's, well, you don't want to talk about them right they yeah, I
1: played it once it's like this is awful yeah, goodbye you know. want to play fun games yeah
0: um Good stuff, buddy. That was great. Uh, I don't know what order these episodes are going in, but we just locked down three episodes of Remember the Game uh, with my pal David Ray. Dude, you, you killed it today. You're the you're one of the best hosts or guests we have on the show, and uh, we'll do some more again really soon for sure. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, no problem. And that's going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, you guys, thank you so much for listening. David, thank you so, so much for coming over and talking Mario Brothers 2 with me. Uh, you guys, if you're on the social media, please throw us a follow on Twitter or Instagram at Member The Game. Just like Remember with the R E at the front. Please leave us a good review on iTunes or wherever it is you're listening to them. I don't know what the good reviews accomplish, but we're supposed to ask for them. And uh, please consider supporting us on Patreon if you haven't. Patreon.com/RememberTheGame. The deadline to get the two bonus episodes of July and to be entered into the draw for the prize. Uh, is June 30th. It's this Sunday. So remember the game, patreon.com slash remember the game. Please consider checking us out if you can. If you can't, dude, just thank you so much for listening to the podcast. You'll keep getting your episodes every Wednesday completely free. And uh, with that said, this has been uh, a fun episode. I am going to shut up and get out of here. I'll let you guys get on with your lives. Thank you for wasting a little bit of time with me. And uh, I will be back again in seven days with another episode of Remember the Game. Thanks for listening, everybody. I will see you in a week. Cheers. (laughs) Thank
2: you.